Sign up with BetMGM Sports using code CAPITAL200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one 800 522 Welcome to Total Wine and More. I want something fun in the sun. You'll love this sparkling wine. Wow, great price. Find what you love, love what you find. At Total Wine and More, drink responsibly, B21. in Ontario, California, it's Football Sports. Hey everybody, welcome to Fubar Sports. We are on the road. The Foos are going to San Diego. The Foos are going to San Diego. <laughs> We're going to be seeing the uh, Padres for good old Steph's birthday. Why are we seeing the Padres for Seth's birthday? Because the Dodgers are playing. Yeah, because the Dodgers are playing, man. Why can't we see the Dodgers for Seth's birthday? Well, Seth's an Angels fan, so, you know, and they're in San Diego. So. This isn't about Steph anymore. Yeah, yeah, man. It's what <laughs> You thought this was a, her actual vacation? This was a ruse. It wasn't for her at all. <laughs> She's been chipped. <laughs> well, you know, we're going to do a quick little sports talk on this uh, road here. And there's been some crazy-ass basketball games recently with the uh, Blazers and the Nuggets going you know, four overtimes. Dude. dude, and Damian Lillard and uh, CJ McCollum both going up for over 40 points. And uh, did you see Ennis Cantor? Yeah, he, uh, separated like, his shoulder. Separated his shoulder, so he had to put his hand in his jersey to keep his shoulder up. Yep. What the fuck? Yeah, and he just played throughout the entire game, and then he says at the end of the game, he's all, whatever it takes. <laughs> he's an Avenger, dude. He's an Avenger, man. They're going, they're going after Thanos, which is the Warriors. The Warriors dude. They need to take him out, bring everyone back. Or uh, I think Josh said he thinks the fucking Houston War, Houston's gonna come back and beat the Warriors. Yeah, the Houston looks like they. I mean, they, it's been pretty close to this entire games, with the exception of a shitty bad call. You know, bad calls in the first game. And the second game, the Warriors pretty much blew them out because of KD. But game three in Houston was really close. Like, it didn't look that way for most of the game. Like, Houston even got up to, uh, was up by at least 17 at one point in the game up until the third quarter. And then in that third quarter, uh, the Warriors just started lighting it up. Like, Clay started hitting a lot of threes. So did KD. And then Steph was, like, non-existent. He wasn't even a real terrible game. Yeah. He, and then even uh, Steve Kerr said after uh, post uh, post press conference that if they would have won, it would have been a steal because they didn't deserve to win. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't at they all. They're definitely outplayed by Houston. Yeah, and James Harden is just on another level, especially that's with uh, forty one. Yeah, forty one points to Steph seventeen. He had forty one points, like nine assists and six rebounds. 
Yeah, he had a pretty good game, and I think he's going to be the deciding factor in this game. So that's why I think ultimately the Warriors or the Rockets are going to come back and and win in seven. I think it's going to get take go to seven. Holy shit! Lucy's trying to kill us on the road over here. He wants this to be our last sports podcast. He sure does. Real quick, yeah. Did you guys hear about maximum security? Maximum security. What's maximum yeah, security? from the Kentucky Derby. That was the horse name. <laughs> oh, Jay. <laughs> yeah. I love these names that they give these damn horses. Oh, it was. When I heard, I was very confused because I was listening to it on the radio. Uh-huh. And when you're listening to the race live on the radio and they're saying maximum security, you're just like, what the hell are they talking about? Like, <laughs> what's, what's been compromised? <laughs> um, My wife's first month's alimony comes in first. <laughs> <laughs> so maximum security uh, won the Kentucky Derby. However, he made history. Why? He is the first Kentucky. Transgender. Oh. <laughs> wow. Not that kind of history. Um, Transgender horse? How yeah. does that work, by the way? I don't know. What? Yeah. <laughs> is that, that's just, that's, just, that's playing with God, man. It's playing with God. He is the first Kentucky Derby winner to be disqualified. So we got the title yanked from him. Yeah, Country House won yeah, instead. Country House Foo. Where all the old people go in South Park. So uh, this is per report from ESPN. Uh, maximum maximum security led the Kentucky <laughs> Derby every step of the way, except for the final one, into the winner's circle. The cult became the first winner disqualified for interference in the Derby's 145-year history. Ooh. So he got flagged for interference. From what I've been told, he actually didn't make contact with another horse, but he caused another horse to, like, pretty much stumble, which caused a bunch of people to slow down. So they're saying that's why he's disqualified. Yeah, so according... Which to me sounds kind of not really... He didn't touch another horse. Yeah, so according to Barbara Borden, the Kentucky Chief Steward, uh, she gave What's a statement. That, yeah, man, Barbara Borden. Oh, Borden. 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 Different timeline. <laughs> <laughs> Earth 63. Yeah. The evil timeline. The riders of the 18, uh, long-range toddy, and the 20 Country House lodged objections against the seven, number seven maximum security, the winner, due to the interference turning for home, leaving the quarter pole. We had a lengthy review of the race. We interviewed affected riders. We determined that the seven horse drifted out and impacted the progress of number one, War of Will, in turn, and interfering with 18 and 21, Bod, Bod Express, those horses are, were all affected, were thought by the interference. Therefore, we unanimously determined to disqualify number seven and place him behind the 18 lowest placed horse that he bothered, which he, which our typical, which is our typical procedure. So this dude went from, he's either, you're either first or last. <laughs> and, he, and he sure ended up being last. Dude and the guy, the, the horse who won. Uh, he was a 65 to 1 odds to win. So people who bet on him fucking hit it rich, dude. Yeah, yeah he bet, he bet $132, uh, per every dollar bet. Uh, the second highest payout in Derby history. Crazy. Yeah, so the victory was worth, uh, $1.8 million. Yeah. Dude, that's insane. See, See, horse betting is, an, is just, like, on a different it's level, fun. man. It's insane to do, too, if you don't understand. 
understand it. If, if you don't understand horse betting, don't do it. Yeah, it's it's when we went that one time, like yeah, my dad kind of coached us a little bit, but uh, I mean, I had been a few times. I mean, you have to like do it. You have to really like know the trainers. You got to know, you know, which type of horses are good in the mud or on the on you know on the dry track. There's it's, like options it's a science. that say that uh, you know last minute before the you know the uh, the little game day uh, thing, like they have a dog stage. Yeah. Um, there's, uh, they make, you know, for the blinders, they make notes like that for the equipment too. Uh -huh. It's, yeah, it's very, it's more in depth than people probably think. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it, if for people that are able to, you know, earn money or earn a profit on these on a continual basis, those guys are really geniuses because they really do the homework and the horse screening and stuff. Probably also people who are investing in the stock market. Yeah. Like selling it after like a seven or eight month period oh yeah I, I remember when I worked at uh, Lowe's I would go on deliveries to uh, over here in Claremont and Upland uh -huh. to deliver flooring and we delivered to like this up like this rich place in uh, Upland and this dude like his whole house like a mansion and he had horses at horse pictures everywhere he used to be like a breeder and, and he would like tell us stories like he had a pool table in like an office get a bunch of boxing memorabilia like yeah these guys they know they know what it's about that breeder must have had the best horse jerk here in the west of the mississippi oh oh the best the best jerry the best <laughs> uh well other thing you know another thing that happened this weekend too was the uh, canelo jacobs fight which i honestly didn't you know i didn't watch but i heard it was it was pretty damn good it went to 12 well, yeah, rounds it went the distance like, did you see any of it, Fouze, or uh, did you uh, hear no, about, it? about it? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So uh, it, it turns out that it was in a T-Mobile arena in Las Vegas this uh, single the mile weekend, and uh, Canelo won 116 to 112 in his second five and five years. So you pretty much beat him out four rounds. Pretty much, only four rounds. Yeah. Well, the the scorecards were went like so: it was one hundred and sixteen to twelve, one fifteen to thirteen, one fifteen to thirteen. So yeah, you pretty much won three to four rounds. That you know, that's how it ended up turning out. I mean, Canelo is on a different level right now. He's ready. He's gearing up for a badass Triple G rematch, uh, which I believe is coming out in September. I will find the actual date at some point. Um, yeah. So, uh, I mean, box, but you know what? It's sad because boxing doesn't get the same attention as it used to. You know, uh, UFC really has taken the limelight away from it. Like, what's your thoughts on that, Fu? Uh, I don't really like UFC a lot, actually. Really? Yeah, I'm not a big fan. What's your objections to UFC? UFC? Yeah. Um, I think all the different divisions, uh... Oh, the little so weight divisions? Them, yeah. yeah. Some of them are boring. Well, it's always, like, by two halves of a weight. Like, it, it, like there's the feather weight, the feather lightweight, or bantam weight, heavy feather weight. heavy. It's just yeah. like, wait, what the fuck is happening? But, it, I mean, in UFC, it does make a difference. Like, having just those, you know, just that extra amount of weight on you during it those does. That's why. Because you need that extra movement. Because, again, and also, I don't... I guess you could say the same for boxing in a sense. Uh -huh. Boxing, like if you watch Floyd Mayweather fight, which is a top-notch fight, yeah, it's boring, kind of boring. 
Yeah, because it's all fundamentals and it's all defense. You know, yeah, you're not going to see blows. That's why I feel uh, the the lower the lower class fights are, which they heavily feature. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're a little boring because it's guys like trying to submit or do all this stuff. And when you do get a KO or TKO, it's fucking. It's usually by someone powerful or one of the upper divisions. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. Yeah, it can be boring, um, especially if you're not really into mixed martial arts yourself or don't participate in them. I know people, like, a lot of people that participate in, like, those UFC gyms are really, really into the, you know, that style of fighting, so. Uh, other things, too, that uh, recently LeBron had a new episode of The Shop. I don't know if you heard about that. He, he had Lonzo Ball on with him, and they pretty much kind of, they talked about, you know, magic leaving. Uh, it was like his first public comment of it. And uh, this is what LeBron said on there. He said, man, he's like, man, get the fuck out of my face, you bullshit. Uh, said the reaction of his long time or his friend, um, Randy Mims, telling him of what Johnson did. And then he, he pretty much said, he's like, came here to be a part of the Lakers organization, having a conversation with Magic. And he's like, so it was just weird for him to be like, I'm out of here, James said, and not even have no like, hey, Bron, kiss my ass. I'm out of here. And I would have been okay with that. And he said that. this is this uh, LeBron. He said he would. He's like I would have been fine if he had told him. He's he pretty much upset that Magic just didn't even say anything to him. Or like, give him a he- yeah. Hasn't. hasn't since. I mean, like he didn't give anyone warning. Like that's that's fucked up. Especially if some of these guys really did look up to him. Which I think is why they're. Which is why I was very scrutinous of the head coaching decision because it, I, I really wonder who they're going to bring in as GM or VP. It sounds like Rob got a promotion. I think Rob did get a promotion. But then if he does not bring in a GM, the Lakers aren't going to be able to structure their roster well. Uh, Rob Alinka is annoying as hell from what I heard to work with. But you know, but People don't like him. No, no, but you can't, you can't ju- remember a lot of those decisions in free agency. In free agency we're magic. That, but that's so, what I'm saying. Uh, so, you know, we, we still haven't seen a Rob Palenka-filled roster. He hasn't really... He's done the trades. The trades are him. But as far as, like, the free agency, that's mostly been Magic Johnson's doing. He's the one that's had the say in it. So now this is pretty much Rob Palenka. It's like, all right, if you want to play GM, if you want to play VP, then now you got to prove that you can actually do it if you're not going to bring... Or bring someone in similar to how the um, Dodgers did. You know, Andrew Freeman just would bring in a bunch of execs like Farhan Zadi, who used to be the GM of the Padres, you know, bringing him to be like the assistant by, uh, VP. And then, um, you know, with uh, Ned Coletti. And now he's pretty much just has like a group of people that are former execs advising him. I them to bring in a coach without bringing in another replacement. What do you mean? Magic or a general manager. I didn't want them to make that decision yet. But, but that was always going to be what they were going to do first. They that that's pretty much what they led to. They that's what they alluded to the entire time that they were just going to try and get a coach. And it kind of sucks. It shows the Lakers kind of don't know what they're doing right now. Yeah, I mean, but getting the coach right now is the best call because they can't get that. They can't even get a GM right now. You can't get a GM until pretty much the season's over. Because if you try to pull someone from any of the playoff teams, you're not really going to be allowed to talk to them until after the playoffs are over or until their season themselves are over, like eliminated from the playoffs. 
So, I, I mean, the, the shitty part or the problem with me is that the, I mean, the Lakers aren't coming out and saying anything. Like, no one knows absolutely what they're planning because, or what, yeah, they're going, what direction they're going. I don't think they even know what their long term is right now. I don't think Genie's running it right. I mean, it's, it's a shit, it's a shit show right now. Or at least it's perceived as one. We really don't know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so far, I, I mean, right now all signs are pointing. They still have time though to get shit done and make moves. Let's give them a hard ball. <laughs> Give him a call, Foo. I mean, uh, there were reports earlier in the week that they're proceeding with uh, the signing of Ty Lue as their next head coach, which for me, I don't have a problem with it because he's the only real person that can check LeBron. I mean, it's the, like I said in the last podcast, uh, you know, you can go to uh, George Sinano ESPN's podcast. He had an interview with um, uh, what's it, Kendrick Perkins, and he pretty much explained how Ty Lue was the only person that could really keep LeBron in check. And it's like, I, I equate it to prison. It, you know, nothing, I equated it to prison. You'd look for the top guy, and if you could take down the top guy, everyone else falls in line. So if LeBron could go in and take down the top guy, keep him keep him down a notch, all, yeah, LeBron, then all the other players will fall in line. And and, yeah, if LeBron can be checked by Ty Lue, that, because that's what Luke Walton can do. Luke Walton couldn't well, yeah, check no, LeBron at all. Exactly. So if you get a uh, if you get a coach that LeBron already is going to respect, everyone else will fall right in line right after. So that's why I like the hiring of Ty Lue. Uh And then if, if especially if they sign Jawan Howard as the assistant coach, like that, um, that will be a great move because I think that's what they're talking about. Yeah, then then right there, because not only that, you'll have someone he respects immediately with Ty Lue, and then you'll have a new guy with Jawan Howard who would eventually take over, which would not be a bad idea if he eventually took over, and then that's how you create the dynasty. Yeah. Think about it. If you can have a head coach that can have his successor like follow right behind him, then that's, you, that's yeah, how you keep dynasty going. Like, yeah, exactly. Oh, that makes sense. So... Yeah. We've got plenty of time. We we'll still have a month before the draft is here. Yeah, we still don't even know what the order is. The draft it's a order. More than a month. If see if the with the draft order, that'll kind of give us an idea of what we'll have to offer in trades for Anthony Davis potentially, or you know what we would look at in the draft. So yeah, it's gonna and in free agency itself is another question because there's a lot of big names with KD leaving the Warriors. Uh, and then rumors that he could be interested in joining the Nets. Yeah, instead of the Knicks, which would be crazy. And also yesterday I saw that um, the Knicks, I think, what is it, the, the top six or top eight teams uh, for Vegas that they bet to make the finals, the Knicks made the, made that list. What the hell? 16-1 to 1 to win the, fi- uh, the finals next year. Um, I think what the hell does Vegas know? I know, man. I think mostly because... They think KD is coming to New York. Oh yeah, they're, I mean, and Kyrie, according to rumors, right? And and they're projecting because they're right now they're projecting the Knicks to go number one in the draft I heard. and get get Zion Williamson. Yeah, that would be crazy too. But I heard that it's more likely of a chance Kyrie and KD will sign with Brooklyn than both. Than both in New York, yeah, because yeah. uh, Kyrie's actually a New Jersey guy, not yeah, a New. He, he is. Nets fan. Yeah, he was a Nets fan growing up. So, 
Uh, I mean, still don't know because not even these guys aren't even hinting at where they potentially would be going. So it's still, yeah, yeah, it's all, dude, it's like a soap opera. That's what the NBA becomes. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, dude, they're dicks on the press. It's, it's, uh, especially KD. Yeah, KD, sometimes it seems like he just goes after him just because, like, he just seems like he's in a mood. Sure. (laughs) All right, well, uh, I think uh, it's going to be it for today's rendition of Fubar Sports. Thank you all for listening to us and foobity doobity. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors about bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations.